Ready to Lunacy podcast brought to you by Weapon Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and Connor. Dave Stevens, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Permanenzi. And we're doing a Zoom cast. And it's a very special Zoom cast because one of our one of the people on this show is not in the country. They're actually not even like close to the country. They are half a world away. Dave Stevens, where are you at, Dave? I am sitting in China. Oh, yeah. Or not. So actually, it, uh, I'm about 13 hours ahead as we record this. So you're, as we record this, you're recording on what, a Monday night? It is Tuesday morning for me. Uh, specifically, I am in Shanghai right oh. now. So I've been here Busy for... Uh, yeah, and uh, I can't check it out, unfortunately, uh, without going into too many details. Uh, to to get here and to work here is what, what I'm doing. You have to go through basically a, a 28 day quarantine period and it's in three phases so but again not too many details i'm happy to be with you guys today but uh, yeah i'm basically sitting in a quarantine hotel basically so i am i am basically stuck in this hotel room uh for the next uh well 12 days now so i've got i've got two behind me so yeah um, and you yeah. can't and you can't leave your hotel room to go work out nope nope can't do that to they, see, del- they deliver your food to you Right to my door. I cannot yep. leave. I all I can do is open my door to pick the meals off the tray. I get three squares a day: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they don't, do they have like a balcony or anything? You could like see the be out in fresh air or anything like that. No balcony whatsoever. Oh. I am I'm fortunate oh, wow. enough to have a, a I would say a, a relatively nice hotel room. Uh, and I've I'm I'm probably up on the oh I don't know thirtieth floor. I've, I've got a a really nice view. Some big windows. Uh, which which is very nice. It kind of makes me want to get out and explore the city a little, which I obviously cannot do here for oh. the next 14 days. And Can't so, yeah, I've got, uh, yeah, I'm going to make the best of it. I'm glad to be here on the pod. And uh, yeah, and then after this 14 days, then I got to go to another quarantine hotel a little closer to the district where I'm working wow. and spend another week in a quarantine hotel. And then I've got another week after that where I'm not quarantined, yay, but I can't even go into work I, or nothing. I, it's, it's kind of odd, but uh, it is what it is. So I make the, the most of it. The last week you just spend in the hotel, but you can actually move around in the hotel? Yeah, you know, it's weird. I, I can actually leave the hotel if I want. Oh. Um, I, I'm out of quarantine, but, oh. I can't, uh, but I can't go into work. So okay. it's like one final check to make sure oh. I don't have any symptoms or I didn't bring mm-hmm. anything with me, I think is what sure. they're concerned sure. about. Okay, and that's uh, it's crazy. I mean, every country has a different quarantining way of doing things. Um, I think in the United States, we're a little bit kind of we're opened up, and that's that. Uh, Canada just Canada just just Canada just opened up, and they're on August 9th, they will allow people who are vaccinated to go back and forth across the border from the United States, right? Which is which is good. I mean, um, oh, that's huge news. You actually saw all of the uh, the Canada MLS teams playing in their own stadiums this, this well, weekend here. Not Vancouver though yet. Not Vancouver. That's Vancouver true. has still got some Toronto. Issues. You could Toronto, Montreal can. Yeah. Vancouver still got some issues, um, so things are opening back up between us and Canada. But Dave, you're in China. I mean, you're you're in yeah. you're in Asia. I mean, this is you know they have different rules, things like that, and um, it is it is crazy. But uh, yeah, you love your job, so you're gonna do it. Yes. Yeah, gotta do, gotta do what I gotta do. So yeah, we'll just. Do you know if there's any? Do you know if there's any uh, uh, Chinese soccer going on over there while you're over there? You know, you know, I don't know, and I probably should have looked into that. I mean, I have a, I have quite a few channels. Obviously, most of them are in Chinese. Um, 
I'm kind of hoping to, at, at the very least, be able to watch some of the Olympics, which start uh, later sure. this week. So, so I think yeah. in Japan, of course, but so I think, I think that I think I'll be able to find a few Olympic channels. And then I guess when I'm bored, I'll have to flip through the TV to find, see if I can see any Chinese soccer because I haven't seen so yet. That'd be fun. Cause yeah, it's a, it's a little tough with uh, you know, obviously I won't, I can't watch the, the United games while I'm here. Um, at least as far as I know right now, I certainly can't, but uh and the start time is not so convenient. Like yesterday's match start started at uh, 2 a.m. local time for me. So even though I was yeah. a bit jet lagged, it, it makes it a little tough. But yeah, and that, and uh, if people don't know, China's got a lot of blocks on what they allow in their country in terms of the internet. So there's a lot of, you know, it, it's a totally different situation and understandable. And I'm just glad that Dave can be on the podcast with us today. And hopefully, uh, moving forward, you can get on a couple, if not all, but we'll see how that works out. But uh, yeah, see the schedule. Yeah, we'll see the schedule works out. Um, it is Monday night, guys, here, well, Tuesday morning in China, but um, nothing really, ex- except for the game, nothing really exciting happened this weekend. Uh, Connor, did you do anything exciting this weekend, Bill? Uh, I went to the game. Well, you uh, that, game, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I went to the game. It was uh, it was great. It was a beautiful day, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a it was a, a one p.m. game too. So instead of having the sun directly in my face yeah. uh, at kickoff, the sun was actually directly above us, and we were being sheltered by the roof. Mm-hmm. So we got to see so we got to see the game in pretty good light, and uh, it was uh, it was a great game to be at. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I did see Black Widow over the weekend, so that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah, I now did you go to the theater for that? I did. Yes. Okay. So I went I, to the one in uh, Willow Creek. Okay. So I downloaded that on the uh, Disney plus I paid the 30 bucks for it. Okay. Cause I was bringing my daughter and then I looked at the prices and I thought, well, I'm going to pay for tickets. I'm going to pay for uh, popcorn and beverages. And I'm going to probably get a couple beers while I'm there. Cause the place we go to is beers. I'm like, it's going to cost me 30 bucks anyway. So I'm not just get it at home and, you know, have it. And uh, what did you think of it? Was it good or not? I thought it was good. Um, it's not my favorite Marvel movie, but uh, oh. I'm a big fan of. Uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Scarlett Johansson, and uh, I who thought, is who isn't? Come on, now. yeah, that totally. Mm-hmm. But uh, my favorite part of the movie was Florence Pugh, though I loved her. She character. was she was good. She was good. She was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I I thought it had a very kind of uh, Jason Bourne esque kind mm-hmm. of feeling, um, mm-hmm. which I love those kind of movies too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. Uh, you like it? I, I did. Um, it kind of uh, pieces into the next phase of Marvel uh, a little bit. And then, of course, the last episode of Loki came out this week, and that really kicks off everything on Marvel. Okay, don't tell phase. me anything because I, I haven't seen any I of won't, Loki. I won't tell you. I won't tell you, but you'll be very, very, very excited when they get to the final episode of Loki because things are going to – shit's going to hit the fan. Okay. It's going to hit the fan. All right. Um, so – Anywho, off of our nerd hey, talk, just a quick, just a quick one. I haven't, I have not seen Loki. I haven't seen uh, Black Widow yet. Uh, you mentioned Disney Plus, so if you have Disney Plus, uh, can you just is that a one off that you can just spend the twenty nine ninety nine for that one yeah. Uh, movie? Yes, okay. yes. Okay. And uh, movie theaters are pissed about that. Um, they weren't pissed during the pandemic because, of course, movie <laughs> theaters movie theaters were really open at that point. But they're pissed off now. Movie theaters are back open, and Disney Plus is still doing that because they want to make their money. Right. I wonder yeah. what the bottom line is going to be. I wonder how long they're going to continue doing that, or you know, well, maybe forever. It, what depending on how it works out for them. I don't think Disney Plus will keep doing it forever, um, but they'll do it through the end of the year. I know HBO Max is doing that. I think with Warner, 
movies. So every yeah. Warner movie that comes out comes on HBO Max the same day. But with that, I'm already paying for the monthly subscription. They're not making me pay any extra for that. So that's a big problem with theaters right now. But HBO Max already came out and said, hey, we're only doing this to the end of 2021 and then we're done with that. So um, we'll see. I mean, uh, even with, with the Disney Plus thing happening, uh, Black Widow made a shitload of money over right. the weekend. I mean, they were one of the best movies to come out you know, during that time. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, anywho, we are uh, drinking uh, local beers, except for Dave. Dave can't have alcohol in his hotel room. That is uh, one of the downsides of the quarantine, to say the least. So yeah. I'm going through my little, uh, I don't know, what would you call the a clean, clean mm-hmm. up cleanse here for the next couple of weeks. We'll see right. how that treats me. But uh, hey, yeah, it could be worse. Can't have it. No Chinese beers, unfortunately. We'll just always um, make sure and have more in your stead. Well, and hey. then, you know, you know what? It gives, it gives me something to look forward to once I get out of quarantine. Because believe yeah. me, when I get out of quarantine, I will be trying plenty of Chinese beer. I yeah. assure you of that. Yeah. So. So once in you know a couple of weeks, you'll have some Chinese beers, which would be cool. Uh, yep. But uh, Connor, what you got tonight? Uh, today I have a new brewery, everybody. Um, I on Tuesday I went out to Hutchinson and got some of uh, some beer from the Bobbing Bobber Brewing Company. Uh, it's I think it's on the main street in, in Hutchinson, probably a few blocks away from the hospital. Uh, but um, it's I've got their IPA right now, and it's very very good, very kind, very hoppy, uh, very s- smoothly hoppy though. Um, that I would say uh, it goes down very well. So, uh, but if you can see here, it's a little bit more ambery than uh, from IPAs. A little bit, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I really like it, and Bobbing Bobber's got a great tap room out there as well. So if you're ever out in Hutchinson, give those guys a, mm-hmm. a try there. It was really good, and I ended up getting bringing back a couple other beers for uh, for my buddy Josh and my dad as well. There you go. Uh, Hutchinson, I believe, is where Lindsay Whalen is from. I think. Oh, is that right? My, oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if anybody knows Lindsay Whalen, former golfer and played for the Lynx for a long time now the coach of the golfers and she's had a very good career here in minnesota so yeah um well great uh, i actually have a beer from a brewery that we did a podcast at a long time ago and haven't gone i don't think we've done another one since uh right when we started this podcast we had we did omni and i think we did alloy and then this and this next brewery brewery i have tonight was our kind of our next one it is uh, Steel Toe Brewery in St. Louis Park. Oh, yeah. Um, I have their Split Point Pilsner, which is a nice lager, uh, 5.5%. And uh, it's a it's a lager, everybody. There's no, you know, here's this note, here's this note. It's, it's, a, it's a lager. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Uh, but it's, it's drinkable. It's good. Um, I will say Steel Toe is one of those breweries where you kind of forget that it's actually there. Cause it's kind of the same as, Hey, look, we have dogs barking on the podcast. Yep. Here we go. Yeah. So, uh, Henry wants some more beer. That's right. Steel tells one of those brewers. You forget that it's actually there. So St. Louis park off 100. Uh, our friend Nels is right by there. It's a little bit, it's a little bit outside of uptown. So a lot of people from uptown, I think go out there, but it's a good brewery. They got a great space. They have an outdoor space. Now they've expanded a little bit. They have great beers. You can find them in most stores around the Metro. Um, good beer. I also want to talk, uh, give a shout out to Blue Wolf uh, Brewing. Uh, David Sterling and I went out there last Friday after work. 
Um, I actually left work at three o'clock. I looked at my Waze app and I saw it was going to take me 40 minutes to get home. So I said, hey, I'm just going to have a beer at Blue Wolf. And David lives right by my work. I said, hey, you want me to be there? He's like, yeah, let's go. So went in there and had a couple of beers there. And again, fantastic brewery, great place in Brooklyn Park. Um, so shout out to those guys. And uh, had a little uh, bags. Uh, they, the uh, I think the taproom manager guy came around. He's like, hey, guys, uh, we're going to do a little game for, for, a, for a free beer. It's bags. Whoever gets the first hole in one in bag gets a beer. It was me against another table. And uh, I lost. Oh. Which sucks. Well, at least you had a chance at a free beer. <laughs> I did. But yeah. Yeah. yeah Blue Wolf was nice. I, I got to get back there. And yeah, Steel Toe, you know, I don't know if you know, but you know, it's been a little while since I've been over there, actually, you know, as, as surprising as that is with our friend living so close. But uh, I just kind of wonder, that being said, has the, I wonder, has their lineup changed at all, uh, you know, as far as their mainstay beers and no. what they offer? Not from what I can, I mean, they probably have, but most of their main stuff you can still get in stores. I mean, uh, okay, split point, and I think that's been one of their staples. And they've got, I know they have a Pilsner they do. Um, I know they've got a couple of IPAs that they do. Um, but if you go in their brewery, they do a lot of different uh mixing of things. So they'll mix their last time I was there, they mixed their IPA with their Pilsner or something like that. And it was called something or their wheat beer. And it's called something different. And it's only at their brewery location. So, um, but uh, yeah, great place that people, I think, forget about a little bit because it's St. Louis Park. You know, it's not yeah, really yeah. around anything, you know? Yeah. Well, and one of their more signature beers is their uh, size seven IPA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite IPAs uh, to drink. I love mm -hmm. Steel Toe. And I've, I haven't been back there in probably a couple of years myself. So uh that'd yeah. be a good one to go visit again yeah if you want to go to, if you're going out to micro center the uh, computer store by there uh go over to steel tour across 100 from there and uh have a beer or two um well guys we have a game to talk about that happened on sunday yep one o'clock game uh we want the just... only the only mls game uh to happen on sunday by the way that's right ESPN game. We wanted to do this Prime podcast time. last night, but uh, Connor made a rookie mistake and got a little sunsick at the game I know. yesterday. I yeah. know, everyone. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yep. He didn't hydrate himself enough, and it was hot yesterday. It was um, very hot. So, uh, with me sitting in the shade, I got very yeah. sunsick. Hmm. So, uh, we played Seattle, which, if you looked at the schedule coming up, guys, after we had our string of, of wins and then our you know, crappy game against Colorado. Um, you saw Seattle and you went, oh shit, uh, this is going to start a streak of uh, crap from the loons and we're just going to fall out of contention and we're done. We're done, you know? Well, well, um, yeah, it wasn't because I mean, it was, it was a seven game unbeaten streak, uh, mm -hmm. which that streak ended with a, well, I shouldn't say ended, but the seventh game was, was a, a draw at home to San Jose. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was that, a, um yes it was, was. That, yeah it yeah was so a two -two so, draw. Yep. so you had a draw against san jose and then of course the very disappointing result in colorado to of course end the streak and so yeah i mean Poop. i don't know as, I, I you can't speak for the team but certainly from a fan's perspective yeah going into the seattle game you know top of the table you know woof, it, it, it's it's a bit it's a bit intimidating especially with the lack of success that uh, minnesota has had against seattle well and we're going to talk about this more in, in detail, but um, uh, we came out of, we went into the break, the, uh, the uh, gold cup break looking like shit. 
and we need to we need to get something going against Seattle. We need to look good. Now Seattle, of course, has their own issues. They have a lot of players who are injured right now, so they've brought up some very young guys. I think they have a 15 year old on their team right now. Connor, am I right? Um, I believe so. I can't remember his name though. Um, yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah, um, it's a 15 year old on their team. And that tells you how bad they have it right now. And of course, well, well and they, they weren't, they weren't even able to field a full 20, um, yeah. full game day roster. If I remember it. And Seattle fans will tell you that's, you know, they're a great team. Cause they, even with no players, you know, we'll get into this, but um, yeah, they had just to clear. Yeah. They, they had 18 available. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe 18 and then two of those were goal two of the subs were goalkeepers. So they were yeah. quite thin. Um. So we came into this game, guys, needing to get at least a point. And even with a point, I think it would have been a bad deal. Um, right. And a lot of people were saying the same thing. But the nice thing was we had our midfield back. We had Trap and Dotson in the midfield, which yep. is what we want to have going forward. We had our front four all up there. We had Anu, we had Lud, we had Fragapane, and we had Ray as our front four the back line was still not fully there because Roman Metinier is still in France trying to get his green card. Now, talking to David, uh, former co-host here, um, going back more with him, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, is there something else going on with his green card situation that we don't know about? Um, it shouldn't take this long to get a green card from France. You know, and, and- you, you, and you know, especially with what uh, Robin Lude went through, he did, you know, when, when Lude was now, maybe here again, this is pure speculation, but maybe because Lude was already over in Europe for the Euros, you know, maybe he had a little less red tape to cut through, sure. you know, as you know, I'm just from someone who's sitting in a hotel room for 14 days, you know, maybe, and, and of course, things are different in every country, like you t- pointed out, Tony, but uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's a little, uh, you know, maybe there's some COVID related issues that Metineer's dealing right. with as far as uh, quarantining and this and that. So again, pure speculation, who knows? But. Um, so we didn't have, we didn't, we didn't have Metineer back. We didn't have Boxy back. And the funny thing about, the crazy thing about Boxy is he did not, I mean, he was called up to the Olympic team. He then dropped out of that because of his leg injury. Um, but he still couldn't go yesterday. So he ended up uh, subbing in the uh, radio broadcast booth. Did you guys hmm. see that? I did not see I that. Not. Wow. Yeah, I did so not. he was on the Score North uh, broadcast yesterday as wow. a color commentator. So did he give any insight into his injuries? What I'd be curious I, about. I didn't see if he did, but I, I, I got a feeling his injury is bad but not bad enough where he's going to be out for multiple games i think he's back next game um but i believe that they didn't want to send to the olympics because they didn't want his injury to get worse well yeah you so, don't want to have to travel internationally yeah, and deal yeah, with all that yeah right yeah. so dj taylor uh got the start for met near uh Kelman got the start for boxy uh the came back which was nice and of course chase gasper has been there uh on the left side this whole season so half the line was back but still it was a little bit troubling especially going against a seattle team that does not give up a lot of goals and has been scoring like wildfire and they were on a unbeaten 
how many what was it it was 13 games 13 uh, game on beating they streak they were eight uh, eight wins zero losses and five yeah. draws so uh, and that that was the uh, that that would that is that's basically uh is that an mls record or were they close to it as far as to start a season i think to start a season it was i think to start a season it was yeah i i don't want to i don't want to put my foot in my mouth but let you know point is it was if it wasn't an mls record to start a season it it, it was well close. up there and a very impressive to start the season especially for a team like seattle who for the last 13 years has been you know an uh, mls cup playoff contender mm-hmm. they made the playoffs in that run but they they have been notoriously slow starters that is not the case uh this year oh no, yeah and i can see to your point tony um just of course just looking at their starting lineup they were without some big names mm-hmm. in that starting lineup of course they of course they had raul Rui diaz uh, a thorn in our side of course but yeah a couple other big names out of the lineup but still yeah. a dangerous seattle team we uh get in this game guys and i will say this we for the first half of this game looked like we were not back from our gold cup break yet. We looked, I mean, both teams really weren't doing anything. I don't know if it was the heat. I know I saw some uh, stuff on uh, social media that Seattle was pretty much just parking the bus and trying to get by without losing this game. Right. Which, looking at some of the, the, the replays and things I can see that now. Um, I didn't see it during the game, but I can see it now. Uh, but both teams were kind of just kind of feeling themselves out hot. Uh, Loons made some runs. Seattle made some runs. Nobody could get anything really working out and going. Yeah. I think that's you a know? good way to, I think that's a good way to put it, Tony. Um, the, uh, both teams were basically just kind of trying to find the weakness of the other team, I suppose, mm-hmm. with, without really any success in the first half hour. And uh, you saw it- you saw a couple of uh, runs up the side by both teams when a couple of overlap runs and um, but uh, yeah, every time you saw some buildup play from, from either team, they couldn't get that critical chance. So when you, so for the the first half hour was very, uh, was pretty bleak um, except of course, and I, I'm not sure if this was in the first half or not, uh, was this the moment when uh, Adrian Heath had an altercation with Abu Abdul? Second, second half. Second That's half. Second half. Second half. That was when temper started to flare because uh, in the first half, the crazy thing about it was within a five-minute period, Seattle got two yellow cards. Right. And at that point, I thought, hey, go after these guys. Go after yeah. – uh, Leva and Gomez go after those guys on Seattle's team because they got two yellow cards going. Now we should be able to open things up. And no, they didn't, they didn't even do that. No, you know, there was nothing going on. Uh, the first half was, God, how can I put this? Uh, Sterling put it better than I did. Uh, just opportunities, <laughs> opportunities that were there that they didn't finish yeah you know they played the wrong long wrong last pass i think uh yeah you saw them in attack and uh Mm -hmm. me being at the game i could see uh the whole pitch and i saw too many times when uh minnesota had the ball coming up field and they would play the wrong pass at the last minute and um so you it was ended in disappointment a lot in the first half 
And so at this game, at this point in the game, I mean, what's kind of you guys watching the game? What's your kind of would you, I don't I hate to say panic, but would you call that? I mean, you know, like you said, we've got the kind of the front four with Hanu up top and Reynoso in there and our, our preferred wingers. You know, we've got the, the front four that we want. And, you know, they've had a chance now to play together or play and train together for a couple matches now and had some time off in the gold cup break to train, I, I would presume. So, I mean, do you start to get a little concerned, especially with say, you know, a guy like Hanu who, although he scored for this team, you know, maybe, you know, he's not making the most of his chances, passes, shots. I mean, are we starting to get a little worried now or well, is it still too early with, with the chemistry? I want to say this about the front four. I'm going to say something about each of those four. Anu didn't do shit. He had one opportunity, didn't get through. I get that he wasn't going to score on that goal. And I think there was a text between me, Connor, you and I, and, and David about that. And David's like, well, he's not going to score. I'm like, but still he biffed on the damn chance, right? Yeah, he did. So he didn't do shit. Uh, Lude during the first half was kind of uh, absent. I mean, he did some things, but not really. Fragapane was doing his thing. I Fragapane yeah. this whole game was doing his thing. Yeah. And Ray, for as much talent as that guy has, and let me say this, Darwin Contero did the exact same thing on this team, but different situations. DQ when he's on his team, he was the most talented person there and he wanted to do everything because he was the most talented. He knew that he just wanted to score goals and get around people. Ray has that mindset sometimes, and it ticks me off because Ray. he tries to do too much, even though he's got talent around him that he can pass off to, he still tries to make some big play. Yeah, and it's like, dude, calm yourself, or you pass saw, off. You saw an instance where he tried to dribble through three or four players. Yeah, exactly right. Connor, yeah. you're exactly right. And that's the type of plays that DQ used to do. And we're all excited about because passing off to anybody else would have been stupid because the talent wasn't there. But you got Fragapane, you got Lud, you got Anu up there. You got guys around who are talented. Pass the freaking ball. Yeah, absolutely. Quit trying, trying to do so much. Yeah. You know, you don't need to be the highlight guy on this team. If you wait for it to come to you, you will be the highlight guy, but you can't force it. Right. Right. That first half was that front four was all discombobulated. I mean, it was, it was just like, couldn't get shit going. Yeah. It was, and most of the second half too, I think Tony. Um, yes. It yeah. just went, it just went on into probably the, the last um into the last 15 minutes where nobody could find that last nobody could make that last critical touch oh. to put it in net or find oh. that last pass and oh. it was it was horrible it was it was torture to watch it was and and you saw and you just think that this team is so much better than that you know it's you, we've seen them at their best and we they they need to they need to be better they need to be back on they need to be back on their best uh, especially with the talent that they have have now, and and you're right, Fragapane. Um, I mean, he he was definitely doing his thing, and he was definitely he, he was. Fragapane was also guilty of um, uh, trying to take it too far a couple times himself, uh, but uh, it worked out a couple times for him, so we didn't give him any shit about it. But uh, you you just it's this team. It's very very 
disappointing to watch whenever this team gets into the kind of their own, like, oh, I'm going to be the hero today mindset. And yeah. it, it really sucks because if you, if you think of yourself more as a team, which this team does sometimes do, then better things are going to happen. And it's, uh, it, it's just, I, I, I was sitting in my chair yesterday, just like, what are you doing? You know? Well, and we had possession. I mean, possession was ours. Even with Seattle kind of parking themselves, we still had a lot of possession, which is, which is good, but we couldn't do anything with it. And that first half was like, when you went, whenever we went to the tunnel in the first half, I was expecting changes from Adrian Heath and from the Sounders to do something different. And, and guess what? We came out on the second half guys and nothing changed. I mean, nothing changed. We're still doing the same shit. I'm, I'm a little surprised, you know, as somebody who just was able to unfortunately just watch the highlights, I'm surprised you didn't uh, bring up Reynoso's uh, free kick at about the half hour mark. That was that, a highlight. Well, yeah, it was, just, it was good. But in minute, I was going to say in minutes after that, then Frank Capone had a corner that Debassi uh, got a head on. And then, but it's almost, like, we're, but it's like we're talking about Dave. It's they're so close. It's right. like, it's frustrating because mm. they have the talent to do that. You're right. Uh, Ray had a great chance on a free kick. He missed it by like two feet, right? Yeah, and I don't know if you guys remember from the Western Conference final last year, it was at the exact same time during that game when Reynoso scored his free kick uh, in the Western Conference final. So I was excited at that moment, but a little disappointed to see it go inches above the crossbar. Well, what does that tell you, though? What does that tell you? It tells you that he's try- he's pushing himself too hard now. He's He's overthinking things. He's yeah. he's he, he's getting into himself. It, it it's frustrating. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, even for a player of his caliber, I mean, that's not a high percentage shot. I it's mean, it, not, was, it was a good attempt, but but Dave, he's got the talent. What I'm saying is, he just try. He's been trying too hard this year. It it's it's like he took last year and said, "I want to jump myself up five levels," instead of saying, "Okay." Last year, let's jump myself up like one or two levels. Just keep it going. Yeah. He wants to like just, right. just like go extreme now. Yeah, he is yeah. And, pressuring and, and, himself way. He's pressuring himself yeah, way too much. Exactly right. And any and, and, and you know, Reynoso has been here for the whole season this year, even through that 0-4 start. But now that they've brought in players like Frank Capone and, and Anu, you know, you'd expect maybe him to shift his role a little bit and be more of that distributor that we know he was capable of being before he even came to this club. I, I, I seriously, I'd love him to be a, a, a Pirlo. I'd love him to be Pirlo. Yeah. That's what I want to see from, he, I, I think seriously, and this is, this is shocking. He's got more talent than Pirlo has. Okay. Physical talent, but he needs to get in his mind that he can do things like make passes, make runs where he's thinking about it, where he's not just like going gung ho into shit. That's what I want to see. He needs to calm down. He can be, but he can be there. It's so frustrating. He can be that guy. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh, so he, uh, he is that at that level where I I agree. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I'd agree that he's better than Pirlo, but uh, oh. he's definitely got that kind of mindset. No. Um, he's got that same like kind of skill set where he's great. He's a great playmaker and has a yeah. good kind of just 
my just just a good like what what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, I guess I'll say mindset again. Um, where he can he can be that playmaker and he can make those long mm-hmm. uh, those long passes and uh, just go toe to toe with a keeper um, like Pirlo could. He's got well, that same mindset. For let sure. me say this: I'm not saying that Reynoso is a better player than Pirlo. What I'm saying is, mm-hmm. I think talent wise, like his physical talents, Reynoso is more physically talented than Pirlo was. Pirlo, yeah, I can agree Pirlo is physically talented. Okay. Yeah. But Pirlo also had a mind like <laughs> crazy, right? I mean, he could yeah. think of things going on, right? You watch yeah. him play. I watched him play for years. Yeah. The guy could think things like two steps ahead. Yeah. And he was physically talented, but I think Reynolds is better that way. Yeah. Um, Reynolds wants to be on Pirlo's level though. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be, in your mind you got to be thinking about things you know right yeah um that's sacrilegious i shouldn't be saying that i should not be <laughs> saying things about pirlo like that but well seriously. they call pirlo the maestro for for a reason that's for sure it was the maestro the, the architect i like yeah, the architect, architect. Yep. yeah good guy um you know it's it's it is going back to what you say about uh, the first half being uh shall we say uneventful mm-hmm. uh, they they really make they really illustrate that if you go on mlssoccer.com and look at the match summary there are no highlights in between the 18th minute and the 64th minute nope there's nothing there and uh that's when of course 64th minute is where ray gets booked but um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it was very quite boring in the in the midfield because no team was really kind of pushing each pushing them it was that's not only ray gets booked there but uh Ariaga, Ariaga yeah. gets booked too. That's their third yellow card now. That's yeah. number three. Okay, yeah. they haven't. I don't think they made any subs at that point. Nope, that's that's three. Okay, yep. so at this point you're going, holy shit, go after one of these guys, give him another yellow card. Let's go. Yeah, with a but, thin bench. Yeah, and yeah. and I think yeah, you're struggling to find highlights, and certainly I was too. I was craving some highlights, and want trying to watch all I could, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think the only thing you could maybe point out in that kind of I guess, as you guys would call it, boring stretches. You know, Tyler Miller throughout the course of the game made several nice saves. He did. I know he, he had did. one in late, late in the first half. So if true. you're struggling to find highlights, you can mm-hmm. put one on Tyler Miller. That yeah. is something we should mention is that Tyler Miller, uh, he's my vote for man of the match for sure. Yeah. Uh, he definitely kept us in because Seattle did have a couple of nice chances and Tyler Miller was equal to the task. So I, th- he is my man of the match for sure. Yeah, Tyler Miller did a great job uh, in the match yesterday. <laughs> Um, what I will say though, is in the 74 minute guys, we have a little change in formation really. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think moving forward, this is where they should go. Even though Adrian Anu is a, he's a big signing, but they bring in Nico Hansen. Now, Dave, I know Nico Hansen excites you. Settle down. He, does it. He, he has at times. Yeah. Sorry. Now, you see me perk up a little. There. I will. I will say this. Okay. I will say this. Um, when uh, I think Sterling started texting or Connor started texting all of us yesterday, I said, Hey, we should probably keep Dave off these texts because he's probably trying to sleep. You know what? And, and as so, much as I like to be informed with what's going on with the team, but as far as, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. As far as if you're talking, if you're back and forth with match, mm-hmm. you know, talk, it is probably best because you're welcome. in the middle. You're welcome. You're welcome. You. Right. 
Uh, so I took Dave off it. And uh, so we started going back and forth. And of course, when Nico Hanscom is Sterling hates Nico Hanscom. I mean, right. Sterling thinks he should not be playing at all. Um, but Hanson comes in for a new, a new. Yep. And then we go into the false nine pretty much. So Lude yeah. goes up top. Yeah. Now we've seen what Lude can do up top. Yep. And we're talking about this a little bit. My thing right now is maybe that should be moving forward. This should be your starting four up front. I I, I, I just don't know. I mean, it is. Yeah, that, it's tough yeah. to keep, you know, Ramon Abula and, and Adrian Anu on the bench to start a game. But it is. That's true. But um, it ended up being an, a genius sub in the end. But um, <laughs> but no, you're right. It's um, every time Robin Lud has played in that false nine position, it's been awesome for Minnesota. It's very rarely it resulted in a loss for Minnesota whenever Robin Lud has played up top. Um, so you, I, I think you have a great point, point, Tony. Um, I know there are plenty of people on Twitter who will say, Hey, wait, if Robin Lude can't go on the right or the left, then how do you expect him to work in the center? Then, um, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't, I don't we, know what else to tell you. Can we get rid of the whole is Robin Lude right better on the right or left shit? Yeah. I mean, can we just play the game of Robin Lude is a right. player? Right. And guess what? I don't care where he plays. He's a good player. Putting him up top, though, is a great thing. Is a great thing. Yeah. Well, and that that's one of the things, you know, whether he's in the false nine or whether he's out right um, or even out left, who knows? But, you know, and you've got a traditional striker up top. What I've always liked and I really liked during the Western Conference final run that Loons made last year was the interchangeability of that of that yes. front four and you know right. you know when you had um hot boy um sorry kevin, kevin molino i'm sorry oh you know that interchangeability that you had with those guys i really love that and just the movement in and out of the box was just you know coming down the flanks in and out of the box was just exceptional that movement and flexibility uh for lack of better words there i guess of my part but i just really love that so maybe that's something we can have going forward too get a little more creativeness and that's what yeah. you want to see with those guys mm -hmm. i think it's just more i, I just I, it's more fluid when robin lude is up right. top right. i just think like adrian anu he's a talented guy right but in the first half we didn't really see anything from him and I don't understand why he's not around. Is that because of the tactics? Is that because of his play style? Is that because of, I don't know, but. I mean, he, he, he's got some speed. He's got the smarts to be yeah. in the right position, but of course he's got to get the ball in those yeah. positions. Well, and so if he just wasn't getting it, there you go. So Robin Lude comes in guys. Uh, well, Robin Lude's already in. He's in on the false nine. And that just sets up the biggest goal of this whole game because it's the only goal of well, this game. Well, and I, I, I just, of a guy who only got to watch the highlights, I want to get your takes on just minutes before that goal, Tony, you're referencing. And oh, the VR. I'm talking about the 80, the, the 80th minute. Oh, and that I didn't even know. I'm just watching the highlights. The 80th minute, It to me, watching the highlights, it looks like Robin Lude was just taken, purely taken down <laughs> in the VR. Yeah, he was, and he was. Everyone in the stadium he knew he was. It, it he was. was. A, it was a pure horse collar tackle. It was. Yeah. That's exactly and, what it looks like. So how did yeah. that not get called? And you're saying you're telling me it did go into VAR, and 
They did, they and they said they did very briefly. They the referee probably talked to his uh, his VAR official for on his mm-hmm. earpiece mm-hmm. for five seconds, and then released it. And I should actually go back to the fact that there was one other incident right. in the second in the first half, right. where uh, I believe it was a new that was shoved down yep. in the yep. box, and and uh, it was for- blatant shove. Didn't go for the ball at all. Should have been a penalty, but again, the referee said no, and it it was a forearm shiver. It was a forearm shiver to the back. You watch the replay. The guy put his arm out like that. Like just yep. forearm. It's like, dude, that's yeah. a foul in the yeah. box. 100%. But on the same flip side of that, this is a nationally broadcast game. Uh, I think the refs trying to be like, get things opened up. We don't want to have penalties in the box, things of that nature. I get it. But we have to, like, decide some of these fouls in the box. We have to decide what's a foul and what's not a foul at some point. I mean, forearm shiver to the back is a foul. Yeah. Pulling a guy down by his jersey and a, a horse collar tackle, that's a fucking foul. That's a foul. That's, that's a minimum a yellow card. That's a yellow card. That's a foul yeah. in the box. It's a free kick. Yeah, 100%. I mean, come on. Yeah. And it was you, everybody in the stadium saw it. Huh. everybody apparently saw it except for the ref how the ref did not even how the ref did not even go to look at it himself he saw i it. don't know he saw it he saw it Maybe it's, he did. it's wild because it, yeah the defender's arm was just completely mm-hmm. outstretched looked to be grabbing a hold of, of a lewd but uh but, but let's bring <laughs> the point let's bring the point guys i think that the vr was looking at it too while when robin lewis scored this goal I think they were kind of still kind of going back and forth a little bit. Okay. That's and that's definitely a possibility. It's a possibility. Because it was possibility. like a minute. It was in a minute. So I think they were going back and forth, and then Robin Lewis scores a goal, and they go, okay, we don't have to call that anymore. Which is bullshit, because I think even if you score a goal after this, you should still get a fucking free kick. Right. Shouldn't you? I mean, they didn't, well, stop, pl- they didn't stop play, did they? Well, they didn't penal- stop play, I don't, but you could I think... technically call it advantage. Okay, all right, all right. You you could I technically think... call it that, but it's right. uh, but no, I do see your point, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you could go back to a penalty kick after the goal was scored because that then that would have play would have had to have come back to that point in time where the foul occurred right. for that penalty kick to occur. Mm-hmm. Well, then the goal wouldn't have counted. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's called that. No. So maybe but oh, that they is a good sh- point. And without knowing, maybe they technically played advantage and then a goal was scored. And so there, that never, it was but yeah. point. So I, I, I believe in my mind is if they hadn't scored that goal with Robin Lude, maybe they would have brought it back for a penalty kick. Potentially they would have looked at it a little bit more and said, okay, there, there is that. Um, but this play was freaking fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was a moment of brilliance from Reynoso again. It was a nutmeg. It was a nutmeg. Yep. Nutmeg yeah, I'm pass. looking at that pass yep. right now. That was yep. Gorgeous. To, uh, Nico Hansen. Nico Hansen. Hansen. His run Which, down the right side was perfect. Which all the space in the world. All space in the world. Got a little touch <laughs> from the Seattle defender, though. Got a little bit of a mm. nudge yep. Yep. from the Seattle defender. Which, if it got if he'd gotten more of a nudge, no goal. But just enough to put it right in front of Robin Lud for the little easy put back into the goal. Well, if you noticed uh, Robin Lud's uh, movement off the ball too is brilliant mm-hmm. in the box because yeah, you see him being very, 
very closely marked by uh who is it it's uh, i believe it's uh is it a tense or joao paulo oh yeah yeah um, he he get he go he he makes a, a center you know uh inward run and then kind of takes a big step and then goes out to the far post yeah right. he just timed he gives himself perfectly. tons more room mm-hmm. and um nope and since uh Hansen was able to to get that ball in uh robin Lud literally had no trouble at all just an easy tap in and it's brilliant movement from robin Lud. so i credit to credit to good teamwork there for for minnesota united as well and again uh that Hansen uh substitution i i haven't been the biggest fan of his ever since he joined the team either but that was uh that substitution ended up being brilliant yeah, I mean, let's credit credit Heath. And yeah, I mean, I think my thing with Nico Hansen, I mean, I, I understand where the criticism would come from. He a lot, like a lot of the players on this team on this front four, uh, you know, he had Nico as well as the others have had, you know, trouble finishing, you know, if, especially in the final third for Nico's case, oh, yeah. you know, he, he was just a bit off on his shots. He he had, you know, he had a few misses. He had a few shots blocked, saved. Uh, his passes weren't as crisp as they should, but he's been close, and I think I'd seen just enough. But yeah, no credit him coming in as a late sub, and credit Heath for making yeah. that tactical change, which certainly paid dividends. Connor, your dog. Connor, your dog loves Henry, Nico. I didn't Hansen. even mention Chase Gasper. I think you heard Nico. Wow, Hansen. that's amazing. We, we we this whole time we've been recording the pod here uh, today, we haven't even brought up Gasper's name. Is that a good well, thing? It probably is. It's a great thing. But uh, before we get into that. Just briefly, guys. Um, I just want to bring up again. Robin Lud in the false nine is a great fucking thing. Yeah. That is that is some fun times right there. I think we do more when he's in the false nine than we do when we're in our standard like formation. I seriously do. I, I just it's it's exciting. He just gets in the places where he needs to be. And I don't know if Adrian is going to go with that. I hope he does, but we'll see, you know? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Oh, Dave, uh, he's going to the door. The Chinese government might be at his door right now. Um, is that I mean, right? No. Anyway. Um, no. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Adrian Heath and uh, uh, Sis- Sissoku. Sissoku. So what happened was there was a play right near Adrian Heath. Sosoku like went for the ball. He fell down, blah, blah, blah. Adrian Heath like yelled at him to get the fuck up. I think he said, get the fuck up. I swear to God he did. And uh, Suzoku got in Adrian Heath's face. I mean, Connor, when you're at the game, did you see that? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I, I was on the far side of the field, so... Uh, when I uh, when I saw Sissoko going up to Adrian Heath, I didn't know what it what had happened. Yeah. But I definitely saw the two having words. Yeah, and Sissoko was pissed. Mm-hmm. He, like, and you saw it on if you, you probably saw it, had a better view of it on TV because oh, yeah. um, he I'm sure the cameras were zoomed in on it. But Adrian, I know Adrian Heath was giving him words, and probably rightfully so mm-hmm. because Sissoko got. Sissoku got right up after that. You, yeah. you could, he was definitely not injured as yeah. so often they're, they so often they're not. They were a bunch of players who were pissed off about that afterwards. It was, yeah. I thought it was going to be a whole uh, fight going on there. Yeah. And um, then, it, then it kind of erupted afterwards between yeah. uh, Ray and 
uh, Ray and Sosoku. They, yeah. they started pushing each other. Yeah, they did. And yeah. uh, it was some bad blood. That it, it had been happening all game, though. I, there were some uh, other incidents. I think uh, Gasper was involved in one uh, where somebody had stepped on him. And Gasper got up and shoved him. <laughs> Stuff like that had happened. Uh, but there was some there was some really big uh, in-your-face type of things. And I thought for sure at some point we'd have fisticuffs. I, yeah, I swear I to God. Which, yeah. is, which is not par for the course with uh, Seattle because we usually don't deal uh, have that with Seattle a little bit. We, don't, we have Colorado, which is fine. But now with Seattle... We don't do that type of stuff. No, know? we don't. No, not not against Seattle, but uh, mm. I think Minnesota is. It has kind of gotten to Minnesota over the years that we had never beaten Seattle. So mm. uh, when Adrian Heath, uh, I'm, I'm, when Adrian Heath went up and said whatever he said, which oh. uh, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, you might be right, Tony. I don't. He could have said get the fuck up or whatever. Well, he said something of that nature. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sure some of the frustration of not being able to conquer Seattle it was uh, was part of that there. Um, but uh, yeah, you'd never see that in no. the rivalries. It's always uh, it's always kind of a you know it's always kind of a clean game between us and Seattle. It's never well, really uh, it's it's never really controversial at all. It's a clean game, Connor, because Seattle always beats us. But before we get into that, yeah. I do want to mention that there was a play. Uh, Rui Diaz hit a shot. I think uh, Miller saved it. And they showed a close-up of Rui Diaz after he made the shot. And he totally mouthed, fuck me, when he hit the shot. Because he was pissed off at himself for not hitting a goal. Which was amazing on the national broadcast. But... Yeah. He's... uh, Well, Rui Diaz, he was the uh, MLS's leading scorer going into this weekend um was, tied yeah. with uh chicharito yeah uh, so to not Rui diaz was actually kind of a non-factor in this game you didn't see him in the game a lot so it was uh it, it was kind of a i'm sure Rui diaz was feeling a, a little bit of a stigma to be like hey i'm not really doing anything today it's uh and i'm sure he part of that was uh was him getting pissed off at that well fact. and props to uh, the back line i mean uh debasi uh Calman, DJ Taylor. Uh, we don't talk about DJ Taylor enough, guys, uh, no. because he's a new guy. Yeah. He made some great plays yeah, uh, on I Sunday. He I had a, some Sunday. really good plays. Now, there's some people on social media who are saying, okay, well, we found Metineer's replacement. No, I'm not willing to go that far yet. Nope. He made some good plays. Nope, let's man. see what else he can do. Yeah. Okay, let's just see. Um, before we get out of this game, though, after that goal, it was evident. I mean, every, then we emptied the benches out, right? We we get, uh, I think Seattle had a couple changes. Finley comes in for Fregapane. Alonzo comes in for Renoso, which means we're doing a 4-3-3 type of deal. Right. And now we're parking the bus at that point. Yeah. And Seattle's got some chances. They don't get them. Good to go. Well, well what was great, though, is that Adrian, I've, I, I've said it many times before whenever we've played Seattle, and Adrian, he thankfully didn't do it this time. We didn't play purely defensively after that goal. No, we we, we did have some attacking after that yeah. goal because if you sit yeah. back and and as time has proven, if you sit back after a goal, it's very likely that you're going to let in a goal. Well, what does Seattle do all game? I mean, they sat back. 
they did sit back. Yeah. yeah. And, and look at that. We scored. And awesome. Seattle fans on social media are all crying babies about it because yep. they sat back and they lost. And then, Oh, we didn't have enough players. Look at us. Sad Seattle fan. It, it's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Minnesota world, man. Yeah. So over the last few years. So we get the victory. Uh, Connor, that ended a streak for Seattle. Was it 13 games? 13 games unbeaten run. They had uh, eight wins and five draws. And our first victory against Seattle since the 1980s, I think. Hmm. Oh, that's Am I right about that? I don't, I don't know, actually. I know I, it's a, we haven't I know beat them in MLS. Victory. We've ne- we had never beaten them in MLS, no. Um, it might be the 90s. might be the 90s. It could but, be the 90s. Well, when does Seattle come into the MLS? 2009, I think, or 2007. Okay, so it might be the 90s then. So we had not beaten Seattle since we were the stars. So that's the nineties, I think. Uh, but huge so the win. 90s was the thunder. Okay. So it must be the eighties then. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It, it's, it's, it had been a while, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, pre MLS days, there weren't a whole lot mm-hmm. of matches between Minnesota and Seattle, but I, yeah, I thought that was, it's still one of those things. It's almost hard to believe, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah, especially in the yeah. short term, it's been, it's been rough against Seattle. And so, you know, almost like when they get one of those draws, you know, I think they mm-hmm. did a couple of years ago against Seattle mm-hmm. here at Allianz, even mm-hmm. it, it feel, and I could be wrong about that, but it, it just feels like a win, you know, getting a point, but to get three points, just, Hugely well, critical against huge. a team like Seattle huge. and where we where Minnesota is in the season and where Minnesota is in the standings. I, I just got to ask you, you know, I, I uh, like was there the ch- you know I saw a little a uh, little bit on Twitter about you know the chance that were going on apparently in the Wonder Wall. I mean the fuck you uh, chant. Yeah, oh, if, fuck if, Seattle. Fuck, fuck Seattle. Seattle. I, I, yeah. Obviously, I didn't hear it on the broadcast. I, I just no. heard about it on Twitter. I was wondering about that. Let's yeah, talk about that. Yeah, that's that is 100% true by the way that's well, let's uh, talk about that briefly a little bit yep now there are some people who are cool with it and there are some people who say that's below minnesota fans to do that i'm gonna say this it's your first time beating seattle emotions are gonna come out it's for me it's kind of it's a sporting event it is what it is now Having said that, if Seattle comes back to Minnesota again and we beat them again, we should not be doing the fuck Seattle shit again. No. It's a one-time it, it's a one-time deal. It is a one-time deal. I would hope so. I would hope obviously there's been a lot of frustration over the years with Seattle, and mm-hmm. but I think it was a boiling point after the mm-hmm. Western Conference final mm-hmm. loss come from behind come from behind victory for seattle i should say and loss for minnesota and then of course the way they started out this season losing four nil you know Mm -hmm. in seattle that was pretty brutal so yeah our our recent history with seattle has been nothing short of just brutal so i think it was just pent up frustration because yeah Yeah. i would hope this is not an ongoing thing for any no no um and and you know just be ready you know next time minnesota has to travel out to seattle be ready for a little blowback and that's not the kind of thing that i think these clubs want to continue no of course not and again like i said it's a one-time deal let's leave it there and I've never seen uh, a chance for any other team either in, in Allianz field either. So, yeah. it's, uh, so it, it's hopefully is a one-time thing. Hopefully it's uh, just a celebration of we'd never beaten them before. And yes. uh, that we, uh, we are now over the hump. Came so through, came through in the broadcast pretty clearly though. 
Let me tell you that much. Oh yeah, we could all be really? in the stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I was sitting almost uh, uh, opposite end from where the fans were sitting, and everybody in the stadium could hear it. It was it, it's uh, yeah. It was I was like my dad was like, what are they saying? I was like, and then I was like, fuck Seattle, and he was like, oh okay. You said, oh dad, it's it's truck Seattle. It's not the truck. Yeah, no. I, I gotta mm-hmm. keep my dad out of that stuff. Yeah, got it. Um, so guys, we get the victory. I'm happy about the victory, but I'm not happy about the victory because we didn't play as well as we should have, but it is three points it is. that puts us above the playoff line. And funny thing, and Connor, you saw my text this morning, uh, Fox nine news in the morning, which I watch every morning. Um, they said, Oh, but the loons won yesterday. And that puts that clinched a playoff spot for him. Like that's right. Yeah. No, it didn't slow, slow down. It didn't yeah. fucking clinch his playoff no, spot. Not even close. Not even close to it. <laughs> no, we're halfway no. through the season. And not uh, even halfway. No, through the season. Have, exactly right. So Fox Nine, Fox Nine, you suck because you don't know your shit. Get your sports director looking at the soccer, please. That, that's funny. You can kind of, you know what he kind of meant by that. Uh, well, I know uh, they obviously I, I, it doesn't matter. Meant, but look, clinch, said. The, no, yeah. clinch look, is a look, totally look, different is a totally I different mean, word. Here. I know I like to be optimistic here. I'm an optimistic <laughs> guy, but I, even even I wouldn't go that far. You know, huge win, huge win at this point in the season. But yeah, I mean, I, but I will say this: if you look at the standings, which of course I did uh, yesterday. Um, they this win was extremely important to, to maintain yeah. your Minnesota's position above that playoff yeah. line, though. Yeah, I mean, or near it. So well, and yeah. and and it puts us in a good uh mode against Portland next Saturday, guys. Because I think where is Portland at, Dave? Do you have Portland it up right now? Portland is just or below us at seven. Okay. Um, All right. All right. So, it, but of course, we've come out. We came off with a victory last time we went to Portland, and Portland yeah. has never beaten us here in Minnesota. So, well, and it puts us in a good kind of flow here. I mean, beating Seattle for the first time ever um, in MLS history, I should say, uh, getting those three points. Going and now Portland coming into town, and it's going to be another hot one, guys. It's going to be like ninety-eight on Saturday. It's going to be hot. Yep. Um, I think there's a good chance to get another three points here. I, I do. I as much I as bad as those guys played in the first half yesterday. I think they figured out in the second half what their potential is. That's yeah. my hope. That's my hope. And, my and hope. Then even yeah, and I, I agree, Tone. And even short term, I mean, at least here's a week where you know you're back from break. You're going to stay in town. You don't have to travel. You should have the week to train to prepare. The team's relatively healthy. Uh, that being said, we don't still don't know about Boxel and and Metnier's status with his green card. But you know, at least the team as a whole is relatively healthy, and they have this team town. They have this chance in, to stay in town and train. So yeah, I you know, and it's one of those things I'd like to see. You know, their their goals per game. Uh, is still sitting at one. I, I would, oh, shit. Hey, nothing, nothing wrong with a one nil victory over Seattle, but boy, I'd love, I'd love to see that game where they just explode and, and score three, four goals. I'm, been, I'm waiting, Dave. I'm waiting. There's always one game per year where that happens. So I'm waiting. it'll happen soon. Um, yeah. So we got Houston coming up in a few games. So I'm betting that'll, no. that'll be one. Good victory guys. Uh, play could have been better. 
Uh, we'll see what you do against Portland next Saturday. But uh, we're going to take a very small break, very small. And we'll be back right after this. Okay, we're back. That was a very small break. It's we like had a really good talk, didn't we? Five second break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Connor, do you have uh, some uh, missile history to talk about? I do indeed. Yes. There um, go. I've got uh, some really, uh, and you know what? Actually, um, we are getting into July, mm-hmm. uh, which means that this time last year, the MLS's back tournament was going on. That's right. So I might have some MLS's back uh, tourney stuff here. So let's take a look. And we are going to go first. Today is July 19th, 2021. We're going to go back to July 12th. And we're going to start in 1978. When the kicks win, and this one caught me off guard for some reason, but against the Rochester Lancers. Ooh, the Lancers. Not the Rochester Raging Rhinos, the Rochester Lancers. Again, that's you can find better names for Rochester, but Lancers is okay. Yeah, I, Lancers is all right. It's 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 a it's not I a am, generic name, but it's it's. Uh, I'm wearing my Cleveland Steamer shirt, no Cleveland Force shirt. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do also want to mention that it was on July twelfth, uh, two thousand twenty, when uh, Minnesota came from behind against uh, Sporting Kansas City in the MLS's yes. back tournament to win yes. extra time. Yes. I clearly remember watching that game uh, from home, from our, from my table. And and that, that was, day was special. Was, July 12th is my birthday uh, yes. as well, so I clearly remember that day and uh, sitting watching that game. That was a, it was a weird the, – the whole tournament last year was so weird. No fans, down in the – Disney that, Disney World ESPN Zone type of deal. It was just and, oh man. And correct me if I'm wrong. That that game that that against Sporting Kansas City on the 12th of July last year. That was the first. That was the that was Minnesota's opening match of that tournament in the group stage, wasn't it? It was because they, yeah. they end up getting that win, and then they, I think they had a couple draws against what was it RSL and Colorado. I believe RSL and Colorado were draws. And yeah. who got injured before they came? Uh, that would be our man. Luisa um, Maria, I believe. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Luisa Maria. What could have been from him? You know, doing great down south now. Doing is fantastic. He, is, he, is he doing a good? Uh, I've seen the stats. Now? Yeah, he's uh, scoring goals and uh, making babies. Oh, wow. I don't. I don't know about making babies. I just brought that up, but yeah, scoring goals at least. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna move on to. The 13th, July 13th, which is also my cousin's birthday. Happy, birth- happy birthday, Tildy. Uh, we're going to go with... Uh, <clears throat> oh, how about we go with 1977 when the kicks win against the Seattle Sounders? 4-0. Now, interesting. That, that's funny. We t- now, I wonder if that was the last win. It, it kind of oh, hard to believe. But I don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think not, so. But- but it's uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it had been almost that long. But it's a, it's amazing, guys. Sounders have kept their name for this long. Yeah. Because the Minnesota team has gone through so many different names. And the Sounders have kept their name for 40 years, you know, over 40 years. Yeah, I think it, I think they were first uh, 
I think they were first in, uh, founded in um, 76, I think mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So we're going to go forward to the 14th. And this time we're going to go to, uh, oh, here we go. We're going to go with 1984 when the Strikers win. This is the, the 1984, by the way, was the one season that the Strikers played outdoor soccer. Right. They played against uh, they they played against the Golden Bay Earthquakes and won three two. Okay. Golden I like Bay. The, I like I like the Golden Bay Earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. California Earthquakes is fine. That's yeah. fine. It's fair. Uh, next, we go to uh, the July fifteenth, and we're gonna go to oh two thousand fifteen when United win against the Jacksonville Armada. Oh. Or no. Nice. Yeah. I think Armada's kind of clever. In it. it's well, clever. yeah. And, and for a team like Jacksonville, where they're located, I, I do. It's not the, it's not the Jaguars. It's not the Jag, the Jag, it's not the Jaguars. They could have called it like the, um, the Anacondas or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the, the swamp things. Um, moving on to July, 16th and we're gonna go to oh here we go 1980 when the kicks win against the houston hurricane there you know i like that one that's a good name that's a good name hurricanes are great Um, not great but yeah good name good name all right now we move on to july 17th uh which we're gonna go to 1998 when the Thunder win 2-1 at the Albuquerque Geckos. Mm. Like you know, one. there's a name. It, again, it's about where you're at. There's geckos in Albuquerque. Yep. Good for you guys. Good for their marketing team. Good job. Yeah, I, I like that name. It's very mm-hmm. Um, July 18th. And we're going to go to... Oh, here we go. 1998, when the Thunder lose 2-1 at the El Paso Patriots. You know, I have a problem with the El Paso Patriots. Now, now that's maybe Texas strong kind of thing. It Texas must be. Pride. But again, yeah. Patriots are more of an East Coast thing. Yeah. Not if, a if you're in a New England Southwest type yeah. of deal. I feel like if you were like the Boston Patriots or the mm-hmm. Rhode Island Patriots or something like that. Well, and again, Southwest teams, what you'd be like the whatever Alamos or yeah, something or the, or the Cowboys or the, the El Paso Cowboys. Sure. Or the Crockett's. The Crockett's. The El Paso Crockett's. The El Paso like pioneers or something. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Now we move forward to July 19th, which is today. And we're going to go, oh, here we go. Uh, the Kicks win a friendly mm. against Hammerby IF from Sweden, 2-1. The Kicks did? Yep, the Kicks played a friendly uh, in Minnesota against Hammerby. Wow. Uh, and they beat them 2-1. Was it indoor soccer? No, this was outdoor. This was the Outdoor? Kicks. Oh, Kicks, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Wow. Yeah. I mean. there's. Yeah, I, I mean. It's always good to come out, with, come out with a victory against the European team. Well, sure. Sweden, Sweden, right? Yeah, Hammerby uh, is from Sweden. Yeah. And I think they're a Swedish Premier League team now, actually. Hmm. Hmm. Hammerby, I, I should, probably should have 
They uh, went all the way up, huh? Yeah, Hammerby, uh, they are... Um, uh, it doesn't say here, but um, but I think I think uh, oh you know what's uh, what's funny though is that uh, 23 23.5 percent of Hammerby is owned by Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Ibrahim, mm. mm. really? Yep. Twenty percent. Twenty three percent is Holy owned shit. by Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Damn. Yep. He's got his finger in that uh, city. Let me tell you. Yeah. And that's wow. Wow. There's your history for the day, boys. Well, nice. All right. Very nice. Good to get a little history again. So there you go. Yeah. I have uh, cool. one funny story to talk about, guys, because all right, it's from Reno, Nevada. Ano, Reno, it's kind biggest of the, little city on earth. Yeah, it, ugly stepsister of Vegas, right? Um, a dental office employee was arrested after allegedly stealing more than $22,000 and performing procedures on a dental patient. So she is performing dental surgery on people she shouldn't be. Did you say uh, a dental uh, a dental hygienist or dentist? She was, no, she was an office person. She was like an office oh, person. An office she was like assistant. a front desk person, Dave. Ooh, okay. okay. Oh, wow. Yep. And it said that uh, Laurel Ake, 42, was raised on July 14th. At investigation into a dentist's office on uh, Sun Valley Boulevard. On May 3rd, deputies found a door ajar and back window busted at the dental office. They discovered that only the cash drawer was disturbed. $22,000 in cash and checks was stolen. While investigating, deputies said they identified Aish as a suspect. Deputies said that Aish admitted to pulling 13 teeth from one patient. Wow. At an earlier time while using anesthesia from the dental office. Yeah. She was booked on felony charges, performing a surgery without a license, pretty much. Grand larceny, yeah, whatever. So it sounds like she thought she was creating, like, you know, the Dallas Buyers Club. Maybe it was like the yeah. Reno Dental well, Club or something. If you guys have a chance, look at her picture. Because um, she is not, uh, she looks kind what of. Was, what was her name? Uh, no, Laurel Ike, L A U R E L E A I C H. And without seeing pictures, I wonder if she was yeah. doing it as a favor to maybe a friend who kind of needed those extractions done because of certain uh, things well, that that person no, was suggesting. Dave, that's probably true, but thirteen fucking teeth, yeah. thirteen. I can see like one or two, maybe five. Mm, but mm-hmm. 13 teeth 13 13 wow. teeth that's pretty insane i mean wow that seems like about half i don't and it, it, like it pretty much is that yeah. yeah now the thing is she could have probably gotten away with the money you know she's you know she worked there for a while so the money but to come to do it beforehand to do the surgery and to give the guy you know, his drugs or whatever, to guy or gal, whatever, do surgery on that person. It's like, what are you doing? And my biggest question is the person she did the surgery on, what the fuck are you thinking? She's like the office person. She's not even a dentist or a hygienist for that matter. Why the fuck would you let her pull your teeth out? I mean, 
Really? I'm, I, I don't have an answer for you. Tony. Really? I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is just like stupid shit. Must have got a good deal. That's all I can imagine. Yeah. Well, a good deal. I'm sure it was Maybe like didn't have free. Maybe he didn't yeah. have insurance. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> or, <coughs> that person did not have insurance at all. I swear to God, did not. This wow. is like, this type of story is, I, oh, man. My, I, my, uh, my, my wife's cousin lives out in Reno now, so... Mm. That's uh, that's a disturbing story. I mean, I'm glad she's does, the bars now, but does does he have 13 new teeth? No, her teeth are very good. So oh, her, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, good to go, good to go. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about funny stories all the time, guys, and usually it's somebody doing something stupid. But the fact is, teeth. Would you get your teeth pulled out from somebody like this? Would you? I if prefer, you had no, I we, are, we are not hearing the full story for sure. If you had no, if you had no insurance, if you had no insurance, would you allow somebody who is an office manager or receptionist to pull your teeth out? No. I mean, is it that short, bad? Short answer is no, but yeah. I never know. You never what, Dave? You never no, know. Same circumstances, but <laughs> you never know. Really? I mean, most like at least you worked in a dental uh, office. That's was the something. patient was the patient a male? That's it doesn't doesn't say. doesn't say. Okay. It probably was, and I'm thinking that this gal or this guy were kind of a she stole money from a dentist office. I think she has drug problems. I'm thinking maybe she has a boyfriend who has drug problems too. And you know, they just decided to uh, pull some teeth. Hey, let's let's yank them right out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, good lord! Wow, we understand this this country. Well, the whole world is kind of going ape shit right now, but this is this is nuts. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, bitch. Um, See, so yeah, that's my funny story for the day. There you go. Uh, Dave, I know it's early morning in China. Do you yeah. have any like news for us that we're not going to hear about till tomorrow? Until tomorrow? <laughs> about Tuesday's news, huh? Yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Um, you have Tuesday's news. Well, no, don't well, tell sun... me because I want it to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, I was going to say, you know, spoiler alert: the sun comes up. But mm. uh... <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what? The sun comes up. It yeah, hasn't gotten yeah, down but... here yet. Some <laughs> I know, beast. Believe... But don't don't worry, it's gonna come back up tomorrow morning when it goes down. I Yikes. promise you that. Yeah. So this is one of the few. You know, there's a handful of hours in the day where we both aren't have some sunlight, and this is one yeah. of them. So yeah, yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't. To be honest, I, I'm not following world news at least yet today because I basically got out of bed and got over to my desk to jump on the pod. So yeah, I guess uh, no complaints on about Tuesday so far. So that's there's yeah. that. Well, that's good. You're. Can I? go off of your time can i go to work tomorrow and be like hey it's it's tuesday night already mm, get yeah. Mm, yeah. just it's a bit late a drink yeah yeah i'm yeah. gonna go off your time <laughs> actually you know it is the, the interesting thing real quick like the jet lag um i uh you'd think you know because i'm 13 hours ahead it's obviously 13 time zones that's significant but i mean i sometimes find that going uh around literally around the world when you have that 11 12 13 hour time difference a little bit easier than say even going to europe where there's a six or seven time hour 
hour oh. difference because yeah. it i don't know what i don't know what it is it's just it's just a little bit maybe it's psychologically it's easier to think okay it's reversed i don't know but yeah i mean because i like for i was tired um my first couple nights here like by the time i stayed up all day after i got here but by like six seven o'clock at night i could hardly keep my eyes open but it's gotten it got a little better last night i kind of expect that to keep continue on so well now, hold on you've been to australia for work yes, that, you've yep. been to india for work i have yep you've been you've been over there before i mean you've been over in that yeah. region before so yeah. for you it's not really a big deal like what i like to tell our let's like i tell our listeners dave is a world traveler dave has been all over the world right so for him it's kind of like it's not easy but it's not like super hard for like myself or connor it'd be yeah. like holy shit you know it's been a while <laughs> since i've traveled across the across the street so yeah but yeah it's always yeah. whenever it comes to jet lag for yeah sure. yeah it's it's i mean make no mistake yeah it's a big it's a big deal for me too but yeah it's just it because i haven't done it for a little while and yeah so it is a big deal but uh yeah i guess just having done it before having a couple trips in my pocket a few trips more than a few in my pocket it makes it a little easier so yeah it's, it's just uh, the uh the uh quarantine hotel is is what i'm not used to but mm -hmm. hey what can i say yeah. so far so good and here i am talking to you guys so that's awesome well yeah what are you, what are you doing for uh for time while you're quarantined dave what am i doing well fortunately i have a decent internet connection i wasn't sure if that would be the case but the hotel is pretty pretty solid so i can work during the day i can do a bunch of work during the day i've got uh plenty of books and fortunately i've got a couple streaming services that still work believe it or not oh good. apple td works over here uh, and I've got a couple other things that I've made work, but uh, yeah, so I'm not suffering as far as entertainment is concerned. And, and yeah, it actually helps that I can actually, you know, set up my workstation and, and do some work remotely. So yeah, it helps. Well, you can get all your kind of pre-work done, right? I mean, you can do your, exactly your pre-work before you have to go to the uh, place you're going to go to and set up the whole system and yeah, exactly. And now that I'm in the same time zone as the people mm -hmm. that I'm going to be working with, I can kind of support them from my hotel room in their time yeah. zone. So yeah, it's a little harder yeah. to do when you're kind of flipped uh, back home. So, so yeah. tell everybody when you're planning to be back. Well, yeah, it's a long trip. The the 28 day quarantine doesn't help, but my scheduled uh, flight back is September 15th. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. So, yeah. Good so lord. at least the clock, at least the clock has started on that trip and or on that timeline. But uh, yeah, that's a long time. And unfortunately, I'm gonna miss a lot of our loons games, which which sucks, but you guys will keep me in the loop, I'm sure. No, oh, yeah. no, we can't. We can't. No, no, I'll, we'll I'll to, help you, Dave. Tony can yeah. yeah. And you know, if a if for you know, I know I you know, going forward, I hope to jump on as many of these pods as I can. But if I do happen to have to miss one or two, at least I will be able to download and listen to the lunacy podcast episodes from here in china i can do that i know that so connor um i've known dave for shit 20 oh shit like 26 years 24 yeah, years something like that 26 years um when he first started working in this industry um it was all cool and everything you know oh, i'm going to travel or after a while you're like i don't give a shit you know i'm not gonna tell you what's going on back here i don't care it's your problem you're leaving you know you're yeah. hey you know i'll not do that it is my problem i'll tell you one thing you know you're talking about i've been doing this for 20 years and like yeah back you know 50, 20 15 years ago it was a lot harder <coughs> because of the old fomo 
fear of missing out. There was, oh, yeah. You know, well, in, our, in our young, oh, yeah. young 20s, oh, yeah. there was always something. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, oh yeah. I'm going to miss this. I'm, mm-hmm. Now, now I still miss plenty of things and events and everything. But yeah, it's, it's a little, maybe a little easier. And it's easier to travel. I couldn't do this 20 years ago. I couldn't, no. you know, stream. I couldn't <clears throat> video conference. I couldn't no. work remotely. There's a lot of you things you can do now. Couldn't really years ago, you had to use dial dial up internet. Yes, we 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 I clearly remember doing that in my first uh, couple trips overseas. Mode dial up modem. Well, that's the thing, yeah, Connor. Back in the day, I mean, uh, when you first started traveling in our early twenties, you couldn't even talk to him while he was out of town. I mean, it was it was you know he's coming back in two weeks. It's like we'll we'll talk to you in two weeks. That was it, and he'd show up and be like, "Hey, what I miss?" You know, yeah, go to the bar. Um, Nowadays, it's like, oh shit, we can talk to him live uh on zoom and it's all good you know yep. it is yeah but uh yeah he's been to some uh been some great places i mean this is i will say dave this is by far one of the weirdest yeah uh work trips you've ever been on I, and you've been on a it lot is. of interesting work trips like i said australia india europe a lot uh canada north dakota uh but um, <laughs> yep, but uh this is Wisconsin. like one of Wisconsin. This is one of the weirdest uh, workshops you've been on. It is because uh, due to COVID and obviously the I've never I will have never been on a trip this long before. So yeah. But it's it's, interesting. It's interesting to hear about all the things that are going on. It it is because a lot of us will never experience that, right? I mean, we'll never be involved in that stuff and have to deal with what you're dealing with. You're like a pioneer, really. Here. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, happy to lead the way. <laughs> tell you how it's like. Well, you so. should be. I mean, yeah, it, hopefully, uh, huh. that's what I, I've, I'm telling people back home. That's the, the only downside of, especially in these first couple of weeks is the only downside is, yeah, here, hey, wow, how exciting. You're in China, you're doing this and you're traveling. <laughs> but the fact is, and I told this to a couple of people, the sad thing is for the next two weeks, it's like, I'm going to be boring because all I can talk about is my experience in this one hotel room. So yeah. from that, that, that's kind of odd. You know, it's like, what's your, what's your time like in China? Well, I've been in this hotel room for two weeks. I haven't uh, done or seen anything, but I am in China. You haven't seen anybody at all. It's crazy. No, and right? I, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before you get out of here, guys, um, Dave, China's good, right? Yep. Yeah, so far, Dave. I, I do want to say that when you're flying back on that same day, Minnesota goes to Kansas City. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So Go it might step. be one of those things where I will, because I'm going to leave. I'm not going to do the math; it's too far ahead. But I'm going to leave well before that flight. But I very well could be in the air during that match. Right. So, oh, so hopefully, shit. the flight will be as nice as the rivalry is. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. And uh, like I said before, we'll try to get Dave on as much as he possibly can. Um, yep. And uh, hopefully it works out most days. I uh, have talked to uh, David Sterling. He might fill in for Dave a couple of times if he's not pissed at the loons right now, because <laughs> frankly, he's a little pissed off of loons right now. He's uh, not happy with their play, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I want to say thanks to our sponsor, Repnice Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get your custom scarves for your group or team at repniscarves.com. Myself, Tony, myself, Tony, for uh, China Dave, and for Connor. We'll talk to you guys next week. Sounds good. Talk to you then. Yeah.